Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to build a thriving business while making a much bigger impact in the world? By becoming known as an influential voice in your industry? The choice versus just a choice with your ideal client? That's exactly what you're going to learn as I interview business experts, industry thought leaders and entrepreneurs who are in the trenches making their mark so you can too. This is the award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Welcome to another episode. Hope you have had an incredible week. Hey, if we haven't connected yet across social, love to uh, find out more about you, your business, how long you've been listening to this podcast. I know that uh, for some of you, you've been listening for a while and that's fantastic. I hope that each and every week, whether I'm sharing something or whether I've got an awesome guest on the podcast, you're able to take valuable insights and implement that within your business. But you know what? I want to know more about you. Who are you? What are you doing? Which country are you listening from? And uh, how about we connect either? There's two platforms that I really want to focus on uh, this particular year. LinkedIn, this is something that uh, I think is of value to all of us as entrepreneurs. Um, LinkedIn, I'm over at Anne-Marie Cross. Reach out to me there. We've got a community there. But if you prefer Instagram, I'm over at Anne-Marie Coach. Connect with me there. Message me. Let me know. Um, yeah, how long you've been listening to the podcast, where you're from, more about your business so that I can learn a little bit more about you. Cannot wait to, to find out more about you and what you do in your business. Anyway, on to what we're talking about in this particular episode. It's three tips on how not to let your message get lost in the noise of your own coaching business podcast. Now, a number of years ago, I shocked people when I announced I'm going to stop the production of my award-winning podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Now, what shocked me was that following my announcement, I received several messages asking whether I'd be interested in selling it. Now, I had no idea that anyone would see that much value in what I'd created in the podcast and that they'd even consider asking whether I'd want to sell it to them. That's a story for another day. In this particular episode, I want to share the mistakes that I made with the Ambitious Entrepreneur podcast, what led me to stop the production on these three mistakes. There was many other mistakes that I made, but these were the three major ones. And I want to share them with you today because if you're thinking of starting a podcast for your coaching business so that you can build visibility, generate leads for your coaching business, you know, from nurturing listeners into leads, or maybe you've already got a podcast and if you're honest, it's not generating the results that you wanted, maybe, just maybe, your own message is getting lost in the noise 
of your own podcast as well. So hopefully these three tips that I share with you will be able to help you turn that around so that you really can begin to leverage this incredible medium of a podcast to build relationships with your dream customer while also be able to nurture listeners into leads um, to become those dream clients that you love to work with. Now I stopped production of my award-winning podcast, a podcast that had been frequently listed in the top business and entrepreneurs podcast because my own message got lost in the noise of my own podcast and I'd gotten bored, if I'm honest, I'd gotten bored with a number of guests on the show because the things that they were sharing was not innovative or of interest to me. And in fact, it was the same old message with the occasional hack this, hack that. And after a while, I had just had enough. I just could not listen to any more of those type of guests. And it wasn't until several months later that I'd been able to take a step back. You know, sometimes you're able to take a step back with renewed eyes, renewed lens that you could see things through. And I'd learned a lot more uh, over that period too. And it was then that I realised some of the key mistakes that I'd made with my podcast and what I needed to do should I ever relaunch it. And by the way, I did relaunch it 18 months later. So the three mistakes I made, I'm going to share along with some key tips on what you should do, on what to do, so that your message doesn't get lost in the noise of your own coaching business podcast, which is going to prevent you from building your visibility as that influential trusted authority, the choice versus a choice when your ideal client's ready to move forward. It'll also prevent you from building an audience of your ideal clients so that you then are struggling to nurture those listeners into leads. So mistake number one that I made was I strayed from my original theme and topics and therefore I struggled to build a highly niched audience of my ideal clients. Now you've probably heard me say before that uh, one of the things that I use in my work with clients is my branding with archetypes. Love that system. And I am the explorer that is my leading archetype and the explorer loves to find out new ways of doing things, you know, um, bright shiny objects, learning new things. It just lights my fire. And that was one of the reasons I strayed from my original theme and topics. I'll share a little bit more about that in a moment. But when I started my podcast, The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, I was working with coaches and consultants with their brands. You know, I'd recently transitioned out of the career coaching industry. Uh, I had, for two years prior, had Career Success Radio that I was producing with a co-host. We did that for two years. And then he decided to go one way with his business. I decided to start working not so much with executives and professionals to create you know their resumes and help them to find a job that they loved but working with coaches service-based professionals that had left the workforce and decided they wanted to create their own business and they needed coaching and support around building a brand that stood out. And that was what my tagline was, get noticed, get hired, get paid what you're worth by your ideal client. So in short, I help businesses, coaches specifically, build their brands so that they could stand out from the crowd by their ideal client and get paid what they're worth for their expertise. Now, that was who my ideal client was and how I would help them. 
But when I launched my podcast, the guests that I had on my show, along with the topics they spoke about, were not specifically targeted for coaches or service-based businesses who were my ideal clients. Now, I didn't have a robust guest strategy in place. I just interviewed anyone and everyone that I thought was interesting, who approached me, and, you know, I thought, that's interesting. I, I don't know much about that. And so, yeah, I learned a lot myself. And obviously, uh, the audience that I was building was finding the information of real value too, because my podcast continued to be listed among the top business podcasts. But my audience was diverse and not specifically highly niche to my ideal client, who were coaches and consultants. So here's the tip that I want to share with you, the lessons that I learned and what I recommend you do with your coaching business podcast so that your message does not get lost in the noise of your own podcast. Be clear on who your ideal client is, as well as the theme and the topics that you'll be sharing on your podcast. For me, my podcast and now what we do with the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show is really focus uh, on the topics that that coaches are going to be interested in. What are some of the things that they're really struggling with and going to be searching for? So the guests that I have on the podcast, the topics will be geared towards helping coaches. How is it relevant for coaches? Or is it an inspirational story that coaches can be empowered by and can influence the decisions that they're making in their coaching businesses. So that's something that you really need to to think about. I didn't. I just interviewed anyone and everyone that I thought was interesting, learned a lot, but didn't build an audience of my ideal clients. Secondly, have a robust guest strategy in place to ensure that the topics that they speak about are going to be of value to your ideal client, how you speak about them, the kind of questions that you ask your guests, ensure that the way in which they're responding is through the lens that's going to be relevant to your ideal clients. Now, if you're going to interview guests on your podcast, do this, make sure, I didn't do this for many, many years, make sure that you incorporate solo shows into your podcast or on your podcast as well with relevant topics that are of value to your ideal client, particularly the ones that you speak into, that you bring your unique and uncopyable message and insights and innovations around because you've been able to overcome those kind of issues and challenges and problems that you know your ideal client is is struggling with and therefore they'll really value your insights around that so that you become the choice versus just a choice when they're ready to move forward. I didn't do that for years on my podcast because I used my podcast as a way to learn. I used my podcast as a way to build connections. Um, I'm an introvert and I don't really like going to networking events where I don't know anyone. So that's really how I leveraged my podcast. But You know, so whilst I was learning and growing, I wasn't really able to leverage it in a way to be able to nurture those listeners into leads. So I hope this this is going to encourage you to get these right strategies in place with your podcast, you know, with the theme and the topic and the guests that you have on your show, as well as incorporating solo shows where your message is brought forward uh, and is, you know, right there, front and centre, in your podcast topics that you bring uh, to your show. So that is uh, some tips on around the first mistake 
that I made, straying from my original theme and topics. I still need to keep myself in check, by the way, because, you know, I still love learning. It's it's just entrenched in that uh, explorer archetype. All right, mistake number two. I wasn't clear on my end in mind or how I was going to leverage my podcast to nurture listeners into leads. Now, when I first started my podcast, this is a Many of the podcasts that I had, Career Success Radio, absolutely. The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, which, by the way, was business success podcast initially. Uh, I had no idea about the customer journey and how I could best leverage my podcast to nurture a relationship with my audience of ideal clients as I continue to build know, like and trust. For years, I compared a podcast to mainstream radio, which I realise now was just not true because mainstream radio is a completely different vehicle. Yes, it's audio. Yes, podcasts is is audio. I mean, now podcasts can also be video and live streamed, you know, wonderful expansion to, uh, to the medium of podcasts. But the audience is very different, particularly my ideal clients and most likely yours too, because you want to incorporate your business podcast to be able to share knowledge and insights and value to your ideal client so that you're building an audience of your ideal client that you can continue to build know, like and trust with. Now, I didn't do that many years ago. Many, many years ago, I assumed that if people liked what they heard and they were my ideal clients, they would go to my website to find out more about how they would work with me. What I've since learned is do not assume anything. And unless you let people know what the next step is and you invite them to take that next step, how on earth can they possibly know? I mean, we all know about how much information we're constantly bombarded with and they may hear you share an insight and you think, oh, I'm going to learn a little bit more about that. But then something happens, life and business and family and whatever else takes up their attention and they forget all about it. And so what I've since learned is that with the right strategy in place, your podcast can provide an incredible opportunity to be discovered when your ideal client is looking for a solution to a specific problem. That's the awareness building stage in the customer journey. And I share more about the three stages of the customer journey in one of my previous episodes. I'll link to it in the show notes. And by the way, you've probably already heard it. I shared it on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show and it is episode... 368 of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, but I will put a link in the show notes so that you can click through on that. So what you want to do is provide them with valuable information, the kind of information that if they were listening to your podcast while they were driving, has them want to pull over to the side of the road to take notes. And that's exactly the kind of feedback that I got from an audience members who said, my goodness, sometimes when you're speaking and sharing insights on your podcast, and this could be with my guests or in some of the solo shows, I just feel like I need to pull over on the side of the road and, uh, and, and take notes. 
That's the kind of content that you want to share. You can get clear on that. If you have tip one in place, obviously knowing exactly the kind of theme and topics that is going to be of of immense value to your ideal client. And then having a clarity on the end in mind, like your customer journey. What are some of those real Um, important topics that your ideal client is going to be looking for what are the keywords the key phrases so here are the tips get clear on the customer journey for your ideal client what are they taking as far as those steps so that you're best able to leverage every single podcast episode to nurture and build know like and trust which leads me to the next tip in that this particular area what are the most pressing problems that your ideal client is searching for Make sure that those topics are the kind of topics you speak about and share on your podcast. And make sure that the titles of each episode include the keywords and phrases that your ideal client's going to be searching for. When you do do that, your episode has more likelihood of being found when they're searching for information. And lastly, the last tip in this particular area here of ensuring you're clear on your end in mind and how you're going to leverage your podcast to nurture listeners into leads when I'm talking about the customer journey make sure you continue to leverage relevant episodes across all of your marketing how often as business owners do we do something we launch a project and then we're off on the next project and we forget all about the wonderful resources that we've created your podcast episodes if you can make them evergreen so that they're relevant for your ideal customer no matter when they may find them. So you may have some key episodes that are evergreen. You may do some episodes on things that that do have an end by date. But more often than not, I encourage you for your business podcast to have evergreen relevant topics for your ideal client. Now, notice What I'm just sharing with you is something that I'm taking action on. Notice how I have shared that I will link to a previous podcast episode that I have done about the three stages of the customer journey. I'm repurposing, I'm leveraging that episode, letting you know about that. So keep leveraging your solo shows because they are relevant to your ideal client. How often have we heard someone say, have you accessed this or that? Have you listened to this or that? We think, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. And then we don't get to it because, again, life and business gets in the way. So when you remind people of that, all of a sudden they're going to go, yep, I need to do that right now. Leverage, leverage, leverage. It's important. But you've got to get clear on your end in mind first. The customer journey what they're going to take and how you're going to leverage your podcast as best as possible along the customer journey that your ideal client will take. Go and listen to that episode, the three stages of the customer journey, if you're not really sure on what those stages are. Now, the third mistake, this is the last mistake that I made and that I want to encourage you not to do, I didn't have a clear call to action for my dream customer to take to nurture them from a listener into a lead on my podcast. Now, more often than not, the call to action that coaches have at the end of each episode of their coaching business podcast is, hey, subscribe to my show if you haven't already, leave a rating over on Apple Podcasts, we'd really love for you to do that. And if you've got a friend or a colleague who you think will get 
value out of this episode, would you do me a favour and share it with them? I would so appreciate it. Now, there's nothing wrong with that call to action. But guess what? There's a better call to action that you can also include alongside what I have just shared with you. And that particular call to action is one that's going to continue to enable you to build your list, your database of dream customers with whom you can continue to build a relationship with as they're on your database. And I'm sure you've got a long-term nurture strategy in place to do that. One of your long-term nurture strategies could be your podcast, could be a newsletter, could be ongoing tips that you share with them. Now, what is that call to action that will provide them with an opportunity to further solve the struggle that brought them to your podcast in the first place? It's a free resource. And you might have heard me talk about this before or other business coaches talk about this before as well. It's your opt-in. I like to call it your irresistible signature giveaway or your digital asset is what I call it in my uh, Core Business Foundations program. But basically what it is, it's a resource that you have created and you are sharing it with them. For people who have come and listened to your podcast and think, my goodness, that was so good. And then you, sh- you share that at the end of your show. And for people who are ready and there's, you know, the people who are really your ideal clients who are stuck with their stuckness, they think, I need to get access to that because there are things that I need to know so that I can solve my challenge and my problems. And I'm sure this resource will help me to do that. Now, just a note, if you don't have tip one or tip two in place first, first and foremost, for instance, that you have themes and topics that consistently build value and have enabled you to build a highly niched audience of your ideal client, that was mistake one. And secondly, if you're then clear on your end in mind and how you're leveraging your podcast, you'll be able to share a call to action and it'll work. But if you don't have those two things in place, you'll continue to struggle. That's why tip one and tip two were tip one and tip two. They are so important. And then tip three really brings this home. Um, So you've got to have those things in place for you to continue to build a level of intrigue and desire of your audience to want to access this resource. So... Know these are the tips. Know exactly what your ideal client, your dream client, will find compelling enough and create that free resource to offer as your call to action. Now, hint, this is something that I help clients do. So if you're struggling with that, let's chat and see how I might be able to support you. But a hint here is a quiz and a podcast series is ideal. And by the way, I'm going to link in the show notes to mine Um, what I do because I don't share anything that I'm not doing in my own business because I know that it works. So if you want to access mine, you can get an experience of it. And by the way, if you are a coach and you're listening to this podcast episode, you are going to get immense value from the quiz and podcast series. Go and access it by going to annemariecross.com forward slash quiz, annemariecross.com forward slash quiz. Now, Lastly, leverage this free resource, your opt-in, wherever you can to continue building your list, not just on your own podcast, definitely on your own podcast, but also on podcasts that you guest on at the end of speaking presentations, 
the next step on specific social media posts, the posts where you're educating someone. And then you say, if you want to take this even further, access my, you know, X, Y, and Z. And you want to continue to share this to continue building your list of ideal customers. So important. I think often as coaches, what we do in our businesses, we have an idea, we go to a training or we do a course, we build something, we implement it and we don't continue to see it through and leverage it and tweak it so that it becomes this optimal strategy that is really working well in our business. So when you create this resource, you should continue to share that, as I said, across every single episode. Are you doing a live with someone? You've been invited to to do a live on any one of the platforms. Just continue to share that to build your audience of ideal customers. Now, of course, what you do once they opt in, that's a whole other strategy altogether. Um, And I've created another episode on that. However, the things that I wanted to share with you today was these three tips on how not to let your message get lost in the noise of your own business podcast. Do not stray from your original theme and topics so that you struggle to build a highly niched audience of your ideal clients. Do you know what your theme and topics are? Do you know exactly how you want to continue to position yourself? Because that's going to be introduced in your introduction. It's going to determine the type of guests that you invite on your podcast and it will certainly determine the topics that you speak about on your solo show. Be clear on your end of mind, being the the customer journey and how you're going to leverage your podcast to nurture listeners into leads. Do not be afraid of sharing a call to action. Do not be afraid of inviting people to take that next step. And it's very difficult for you to know what that next step if you're not clear on your end in mind. Get clear on the end in mind and make sure that it aligns with your overall business focus and where you want to take your business. That needs to be cohesive and it needs to be in alignment. Otherwise, you will continue to struggle to really leverage your podcast as best as possible. And lastly, have a clear call to action that is so compelling, your dream customer can't wait to get access to that. And by sharing that on your podcast and wherever else you are going to to build visibility, you can continue to nurture listeners into leads and people around on social into leads as well. There you go. Those are the three mistakes that I made. More tips on how not to let your message get lost in the noise of your own coaching business podcast. Hopefully you found value in that. Now I'm going to share my call to action too. I'm going to model what I've just shared with you. So yes, if you haven't already subscribed to my podcast, go ahead and subscribe. Leave a rating, would love for you to do that. Share with a colleague or a friend that you think would get absolute value. But also if you wait and listen to my outro, you will hear me share my resource and my opt-in 
that I, you know, have created, which I know is of immense value for my ideal client to get access. I've already shared that just throughout my episode today, annemariecross.com forward slash quiz. Get an experience of that, but also get value. I know that you'll get value if you're a coach and you still feel like the world's best kept secret, you want to up-level your business, you're ready to scale your business, then that particular, um, the quiz, the podcast series, and I've also included a masterclass in that free opt-in is going to be of incredible value to you. Anyway, hope this was was of uh, value and have a fantastic week. Bye for now. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Before I go, are you a coach or a consultant who feels like the world's best kept secret? Your experience is vast, yet secretly you're frustrated because despite all of your hard work, you're just not getting the visibility, the recognition or new clients you'd hope for and you don't know why. I've created a free resource that'll help you build visibility, generate leads and enroll dream clients with ease because you're seen as a trusted authority, even in a crowded marketplace. And you've positioned yourself as the choice versus just a choice for your dream client. To get started, go to annemariecross.com forward slash gift. That's annemariecross.com forward slash gift. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.